This week on It Starts With Attraction. The It Starts With Attraction podcast focuses completely on how we can become the most attractive that we can be physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. And I love that topic. It's the reason that I started this podcast about three years ago now, actually about three years ago to this month that I am recording this. And I love it. I love being able to encourage people and share things that have a direct and applicable relevance to how we can live our day-to-day lives. There's another part of it though, because attraction is a part of something much bigger that we call the love path. And so in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how attraction leads to love and how the two interconnect. Let's dive in. There's a process to falling in love, and it starts with attraction. Join Kimberly Beam Holmes and her special guests as they discuss how to become the most attractive you can be, physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually, or as we refer to it, working on your pies. We'll teach you how to have better relationships and become more attractive to others, and maybe more importantly, to yourself. It starts with attraction, and it starts now. As many of you know, I'm the CEO of an organization called Marriage Helper. And at Marriage Helper, which was started, I mean, Marriage Helper under the name Marriage Helper has been around for 10 years. But the organization and what we do at Marriage Helper was started by my dad in 1999. We've been around and doing this for quite a while, or at least my dad has. And I've been working with Marriage Helper for over 11 years now. And one of the main things that we talk about at Marriage Helper is the process of falling in love, which is called the love path. And in this process, it has four stages. And these four stages are stages that if a person follows them, then they can fall in love whether they mean to or not. If two people follow them together, then they can fall in love with each other whether they mean to or not. But if you stop following the love path and doing the things that are in each of these steps, then you can begin to fall out of love, even if you don't mean to. Today, we're going to be talking about an overview of what each of those steps are and how attraction is actually what precipitates it all. So the first stage of the love path is the stage of attraction. And attraction is what propels us to want to move closer to someone. It's when we become attracted to someone that it's kind of like a magnet that both of us have the opposite ends of, and it's attracting us to want to move closer. There's something magnetizing. There's something that wants us to draw closer to this person and get to know more about them. And there's four ways in romantic relationships that we can be attracted to someone else. Physically, with how they look, intellectually, with how they think and how well we can have a conversation with them, emotionally, with how that person makes us feel, and spiritually, with how aligned we are with that person's beliefs and values. All four of these areas of attraction are important when it comes to overall attraction, and they're important when it comes to attractiveness in a relationship. Now, when we talk about this. A lot of people ask, well, where does sex fall? Or what about finances? Because there's been some research studies that have talked about how, you know, if men have a high earning 
capability. They tend to be more attractive to women. And there's been some different things like that that happen. But overall, with I mean, the sexual component of it can definitely fall under physical. It can fall under emotional, depending on how you view sex. The finance part can fall under emotional. If we're thinking about evoking emotions within someone they enjoy feeling, it's not the fact that the other person makes a lot of money that can lead us to be attracted to them. It is instead a safe feeling of I will be provided for. So it's just a behavior that can fall under one of those other areas. I could argue that any other thing you might think of would fall under one of these four areas of the pies. But these are important in relationships, not just romantic, because these also can apply to our kids and how we, our kids become attracted to us as parents, so to say, in thinking about how our kids love us physically when we're there for them, intellectually when we talk with them and we help them understand the world and learn, emotionally when we evoke emotions in our kids they enjoy feeling, spiritually when we teach our kids the beliefs and values that will set them up for success in their future. That leads to love in a parent-child relationship. But today we're going to talk overall about how love happens in a romantic relationship based on attraction. Now, I spoke at the beginning of when we feel this way about another person, when we see someone else as physically attractive or have something in common with them that we like to talk about, or they make us feel emotionally, that emotional evocation, the emotions that we enjoy feeling, or when we're attracted to their beliefs and values. And when I talk about that, I'm talking about the other person. Because when we are being attracted to another person, that's it's what they are giving off that we are becoming attracted to. So when we think about attraction and the pies in a relationship, it's important for both people to work on becoming the most attractive that they can be. This is typically what led us to be attracted to our spouse to begin with, the way that they were working on their pies, so to say. And they were attracted to you because of something that you were doing, working on your pies, so to say. Over time, though, once we get into that romantic relationship, unfortunately, we stop doing those behaviors that led our spouse to be attracted to us to begin with. And so while attraction initially happens by what the other person has done previously, when we think about attraction in marriage... It doesn't do us as much good for me to tell you that your spouse needs to continue to do the things, or if you're dating someone, it doesn't do much good for me to tell you that your boyfriend or girlfriend needs to do things in order to be more attractive. Because at the end of the day, while they do need to focus, because everyone should, on becoming the most attractive they can be, you can't control them just like they can't control you. The only person you can control is you. That's why when I started this podcast and just fell in love and became incredibly passionate with the concept of pies, I wanted to present this podcast in a way that every episode was applicable for you and what you can do. When we talk about the pies, when I talk about the pies, typically I'm talking about You need to be the most attractive 
for your age and situation in life. And what does that mean? It means physically you need to feel the best that you can, have the energy that you need to have. I don't talk about it as much on the looks side of things because that opens up a whole basket of worms and a lot of things that that evoke emotions that I don't think a lot of people enjoy feeling. We already typically tend to feel like we don't look or are not good enough in some way when it comes to our physical body. And so I don't like talking about it in that way. I really prefer to think about physical attraction when it comes to you working on your own physical attraction in terms of what will make you feel the best in your body? Eating right, moving your body well, getting great sleep. These are things that are already going to lead to helping us become the most attractive that we can be and maybe even help us to become more physically. I mean, it may change our looks, but the point isn't about changing your looks. The point is about feeling the best that you can. And when it comes to focusing on your own intellectual attraction, this is why it's important to continue to learn, continue to grow. This is what makes us fascinating people to talk to. And so our boyfriends and girlfriends or our spouses, they want us to continue to grow and to learn. And sometimes people will say, well, I don't know that my significant other does want me to get any smarter or or do these things. But the majority of the time when people say that, it's because they're not connecting and they're and so intellectual this intellectual part conversations and and hobbies and interests can tend to be something that are just pulling them further away because they're not actually intentionally using it as an opportunity as a connection point to come back together so they're not talking to each other about the new hobbies they have or the things that they're learning and instead they can begin to feel resentful because whatever those hobbies or interests are are starting to pull each other away So intellectually, it's about intentionally using that as an opportunity to connect, to talk about interesting things, to be able to have a great conversation with the person that is your significant other. And of course, emotional attraction, it's all about evoking those positive emotions, doing things that are going to make people feel good about themselves. And as we said with spiritual living in line with your beliefs and values. It's not just about having them. It's about living in line with them and being the kind of person that lives in line with them. So how does this apply to the overall picture of the love path? As I said, attraction is the first step. It's what allows us and magnetizes us, propels us to want to draw closer. Once we draw closer, it paves the way to lead us into step two, which is acceptance. And acceptance is really about learning more about the other person. And then at some point before you got married or get married, typically, it's about asking yourself the question as you begin to know more about this person and draw closer to them. Is this the kind of person that I can accept for who they are without trying to change them? And there's a lot more that goes into this stage that we don't have time to talk about in this episode. But at the bottom and core of it, that is what the stage of acceptance truly is. So attraction is what leads us to want to move into acceptance because we've drawn closer. We're wanting to know more about this person. We're asking them all of these things because we're attracted to them. And then after we are attracted and we get to acceptance, acceptance is what leads us to care. Because once we realize, man, yeah, maybe my spouse has done some bad things or made some mistakes in their past, but here's how they feel about it. 
Here's how it made them grow. Here's how they've matured over that time. It leads us to care more deeply about the person that we're with, which allows us to enter into stage three, which is attachment. Because when we care about someone, we want to be with them. We want to help them. We want to be a support for them. We tend to love them more. And same when a person cares about us, understands us enough that they realize, man, like, yes, this person has been through some things, but I accept them for who they are, quirks and all, and it leads them to want to attach. Attachment is about being there for the other person, no matter what happens. The more we accept someone, the more likely we are to want to be there and actually be there for them when they need us because we have a deep relationship with them. Attachment is what really bonds a couple together and is what leads to a deep intimacy in your relationship. It's what leads to your spouse being your best friend. You can have a great conversation and have a ton of fun together and all of those things, but attachment is is the commitment. It's the knowing that they're going to be there whenever you need them, no matter what. And then it leads to safety. It leads to security. And when we feel safe and when we feel secure, that's when we can go into the final and fourth stage of the love path, which is aspiration, building a dream life together. We don't want to build a dream life with someone who's a flight risk or someone who we don't know we can trust with our dreams or someone who we fear may not be there for us. We want to build our future with someone that we know is stable and is going to love us and will be there for us no matter what. And so in that fourth stage of the love path, it's not that it ends there, so to say, but it is the stage that gets us to look forward on how to continue to grow together and work together to build the dream life that we've always wanted to have. Now, how does attraction lead to this overall process? How does attraction lead to love? Attraction is what pulls us closer. And it doesn't just happen when we're dating. Attraction is what pulls us closer day in and day out. Commitment a lot of times is what keeps us, but attraction is what pulls us. It's what gets us to want to be there on days when maybe otherwise we wouldn't have wanted to be there because there's something about the other person or from the other person's perspective, there's something about you that they just love the way they feel about you or about them. They love the way they feel about themselves when they're around you. They love the kind of person you are and what you stand for. They love being able to have great conversations with you. They love that physically you are in, are doing the things that are healthy behaviors. There was a recent research study that indicated that the behaviors and having healthy behaviors was actually a part of attraction. So it wasn't just, is someone fit or does someone, you know, have a great body or whatever, that wasn't as indicative of how physically attractive a person was rated as is this person actively doing the things that are healthy behaviors? Are they continuing to engage in a healthy lifestyle? That was actually more attractive than just the raw, quote unquote, attraction, physical attraction measurement that the person had. So yes, like when I talk about being as physically 
feeling the best that you can physically for your age and situation in life, it means that you're doing those healthy behaviors. And that translates into the other person being attracted to that. And this matters because attraction is the precipice. It is what sets off. It is the catalyst for every other part of the love path. And if at any point, any of the other parts begin to fail or falter or wane over time, then the best way to fall back in love is starting back with the pies. Working on your pies never stops being important. It only continues to be incredibly important day in and day out for the rest of your life, not just for your significant other. It's important for you because it leads you to have a framework that you can follow of focusing on being your holistic best self, physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. It's something that fuels you, that gives you the ability to thrive. And that is attractive. It also gives you a strong foundation to be able to fall in love with. It gives you the ability to move into acceptance, to move into attachment, and to move into aspiration with your significant other, realizing your worth isn't in whether your relationship is perfect or not, that there's way more going on that is giving you a sense of purpose and that you are wanting to be a part of that relationship. You're committing to be a part of that relationship, but it's not because you're codependent. It's not because you're needy. It's not because you're basing your self-worth in that. And that actually makes you a better spouse. It makes the relationship healthier. There's so many great things that happens when that shift comes. So how does attraction lead to love? It is the beginning of love. It is the everyday of love. It is what never stops being important and true of love. All of those parts of the love path are important and an important part of falling in love. But at any point, if you begin to feel like you and your significant other are starting to disconnect, not talk as much as you used to, just it's kind of getting blah, the fireworks are gone. Go back to focusing on your pies. Go back to focusing on acceptance because it all starts at attraction and then it moves into every step after that. It's never going to be something that you master. You won't be able to finally one day check off the box of aspiration and say, we've completed the love path. Now we're done until the day that you die. Until then, it's going to be a continual path. If you think about the love path, it's kind of one of those that is never ending. So it like one of those circles, I'm thinking about it like in Whoville with Dr. Seuss. It's just one of those never ending upward circles that this path is on that you just keep going and stepping on at the beginning over and over, continuing to get better and to go deeper and to grow deeper in love every time that you do. And that's how attraction leads to love. So what are the key takeaways that we have from today's episode? Well, the first one, I love the new research about how the behaviors of living a healthy lifestyle is as important, if not more important than how physically attractive a person is if they were to be rated. Just doing those healthy behaviors can be incredibly attractive. What are the healthy physical behaviors that you are engaging in? What could you begin to add in more of? Because not only is it the best thing you can do for you, but it is the one great thing that you can do to be more attractive as a secondary 
benefit. The second key takeaway is to remember that if your relationship begins to start feeling like it's losing some luster, then just start back at working on your pies. Do something to spark that attraction again and begin to move down the love path. It doesn't mean that you've failed or your relationship isn't good if you have to start back at the beginning. Every relationship is mentally going to go back to the starting line of attraction and going back down the love path hundreds, if not thousands of times throughout the lifespan of the marriage, which is hopefully a lifetime. It's normal. So don't think that you've failed. You're actually winning because you can, you know what to do to start back at the beginning and keep moving further down. And then the final takeaway from today's episode is to remember that you work on your pies and you start with attraction, not because you need someone to love you. You're not doing it from a place of neediness and wantingness. And if you are, then it's even more important for you to realize that you're starting with attraction because it's the best thing you can do for you. What is your motivation right now? Be honest with yourself. Is it that you are just really wanting to feel loved and you're doing this so that someone else will pay attention to you? Or are you able to understand and come at it from a more grounded stance of, I am working on me because it's the best thing for me. And I know that I'm more likely to attract the kind of person, even if that person is already your spouse, the kind of person who is going to love me for me without me trying to be someone I'm not to be loved. As always, if you appreciate this episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend who needs it. And a great way to support the show is giving it a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It is a great no cost way to help the show to grow and reach even more people. Until next week, stay strong.